Bonjour, Mamuka. What is up, Mora Uhanat? I haven't done one of these in a while. It's, it's been a minute. I hope you're doing well out there. Now, if you know anything about me and you've been following my online shenanigans for a while, you'll know that I'm, I'm an ideas guy. Now, the execution, on the other hand, is often a little suspect, but I do come up with a lot of ideas. So the other day, 6.30 in the morning, as always, I'm coming out of the gym. I'm sipping on my creatine-based watermelon-flavored drink, of course. And as I walked to the car, I just took a moment to pause and reflect on this incredible rugby journey that I've been on. And I was thinking to myself about the life of Brian and how the original idea was to, was to try to share my experiences as a professional rugby player. And as I was walking to the car, it occurred to me that, you know, over the past 12, 13 years, I must have played with and against hundreds, maybe even thousands of guys by now. And quite a few of these guys I still know and, and a lot of them I, I still speak to. And, and I realized that it's not just me. I mean, all of us have all had these crazy, unique life experiences because of this game. Now, these guys are all spread around the world. A lot of them have retired. Some, of course, are still running around. But I figured, I figured since I already mess around doing the podcast thing, you know, why not, why not try to reach out to a couple of them and, and just chat with them? I mean, it's 2017, so I guess it doesn't even matter where they are. We could just book a time where we could sit together on Skype and share a beer, maybe two, while we, while we just compare notes on life, I guess. Not to talk about rugby specifically, but, you know, I'm getting a bit older now, and I think it'd be nice to dig up a few names from the archives and just see where they are in life, you know? Because one thing I know for a fact is when you sit down and have a conversation with just about any guy, one-on-one, face-to-face, beer in hand, the average guy, the average guy's a decent guy, even an absolute stranger. And another thing I realized is that the best time to have a conversation is, is that sort of one and a half, two beer point. That's like, that's the sweet spot. You know, you're not quite sober as a judge, but you're not quite giddy either. You know, that's, that's about the point when you can have a nice conversation and, and you're both pretty relaxed. So I thought it'd be cool to invite people to hang out with me, have a beer, record a podcast. And if they're local, maybe I'll send them a few beers from the old com, and we could sit and enjoy the same beer while we, while we have a little chat. It's pretty easy to record a podcast when you're just sort of sat by yourself or if you're face-to-face with someone. But over Skype, I'm really not sure what the quality is going to be like. So I guess we'll just have to figure that one out as we go along. So for the very first episode, I reached out to my boy Josh Matavesi and I was pretty stoked that he agreed to do it. Josh is my buddy, man, and we played together a bit at the Ospreys last season, but he's moved over to Newcastle in the Premiership this year. Now, Josh and I were actually friends from before through beer and whatnot, and it was a direct result of that friendship that I actually ended up at the Ospreys in the first place. But we spoke about that and, and a couple of other things. So anyway, without further ado, here's my chat with Josh Matavesi. I hope you enjoy it. But this is like my podcast yeah. setup. I am, I'm in the cupboard. I'll show you around, but we'll just mess everything up. Are you in an office? Are you that rich? You got an office in your house, bro. Nah, bro, it's just like a... You're doing it big these days. In progress, work in progress. Nice, man. Couple whiskey up there. You know, you got to keep the drinks flowing, bro. How are you, man? Good, bro. It's been a while. Like I know. You still alive? <sighs> just about, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, just about? Fuck, I hate pre-season. It's over, bro. You like, started the season started. I know, but it's just... I could have saved myself a lot of pain. Was it tough? Yeah, it's a lot of running. And that artificial surface just doesn't agree with me. Oh, well, they're working you hard. And they're trying to get you to drop yeah, weight. Yeah. yeah, I've dropped like eight kilos now. Genuine? Yeah. Dog, are you, are you writing your own Wikipedia page? Because I'm doing my Googles. No. 
and I go on your Wikipedia <laughs> and it alleges that you weigh 99 kilos. You are sat right in front of me smashing handfuls of what are those M&Ms <laughs> and your Wikipedia says you weigh 99 kilos. I mean, come on. I weighed like, like, I weighed like 99 kilos. 10 years ago, maybe? Yeah. Fun fact, you are the only back I've ever played with. Maybe maybe Australian Acro if we can have, but then I, I was like 120. But you're like the only back I've played with on the field that was 10 kilos heavier than me. <laughs> I, I looked it. <laughs> no, you looked it right. You carried well. You carried well. When I'm when I'm like up there, 119, 120, it's all glutes and hips, right? It's not a it's not a good look. How are you anyway? How's the how's the shoulder? I'm good, but I'm digging in, man. Um, yeah, should we crack open a beer? Do we say yeah, Belching right. Beaver? Have you got this one? Oh, cool. Belching Beaver is a hell of a name for a brewery. I'll give them that much. Today, Josh and I are drinking a big 660ml bottle of Belching Beaver's peanut butter latte. Of course, available at theltavern.com. Amen. You know, i gotta, I got to plug my own shit. Anyway, the idea is, um, you know, I was going to link up with a couple of people, send them a few beers, you know, and then we can... Uh, now people have come across playing rugby over the years and just talk a bit of shit about life, you know? Yeah, not, not necessarily about rugby, about. but, you know, the the journey that is rugby and, and, and how yeah, it is. It's been a funny one for me in your way. I don't, been I, at different clubs. I, I don't know about, I mean, for me, it's just been an organized shit show <laughs> is what I'd call it. I think when I look back, I'm like, that was, that was an organized shit show. But it's been a good crack, bro. <laughs> I've been, I've, I've, I've enjoyed it aggressively. Cheers to those who wish us well, Josh. You too, Mooch. So, how are you finding Newcastle? You settling in okay? Yeah, no, really good. Uh, it's just uh, like Wales, mate. It's a lingo, bro. That's, that's a good you got- beer. You can like it tastes like peanut buttery, but not like yeah. artificial. Nah, this is like you know that yellow belly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that same sort it's of flavour. But it's a lot smoother than that. Yeah, it's because it's, this is, what, 5% alcohol? So you could uh, you could drink a couple. Oh, it smells, it smells <laughs> amazing. But yeah, how was, how was Newcastle? You found, a, you found a good barbecue restaurant? Yeah. So you found, some good ribs? Uh, I think it's a chain. I think it's Longhorns. It's, it's a bit a bit better than Smokehouse that we used to hit up. Mooch. Smokehouse <laughs> is not bad, man. So you, you said you lost 9 kilos? Yeah. How? So I'm down to... Uh, oh, running. What are you down to? What, like one twelve? <laughs> yeah, I, I turned up at preseason at uh, one two one. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah. What's like, like fighting weight for you? Like when? Well, last year it was one fifteen, one eighteen. Is that so? What's that playing center? Yeah, playing fullback? Playing wing? Playing? I'll play twelve. If you had to I say, think... like, if you had to say one position. This is my this is my position. What position? What position 12. do you play in rugby? Twelve. Yeah, twelve. And when you Don't were a kid, to both worlds, uh, ten. Nice. I I, I, yeah, I think I never wanted to be in the forwards. The only position I've ever played other than tight end prop was hooker. Oh, I dabbled a bit at loose end, but that's it. <laughs> I've, I've never been. I've never like seen what rugby's like outside the front row. I don't know. It's a different. It's a difficult one. I used to play hooker when I was at school. I can't say I enjoyed it. Like you should have hung on. Like the pay is good when you, <laughs> when you get into the pros and you and the... you're one two three. Like hey, the salary is decent. I don't think my neck could hold that. Oh, you got to think. The the things we do yeah, for the pounds. Yeah. The things we do for the pounds. 
You just you just find a way. No one's naked um, yeah. all the No one enjoys scrummaging, no, but you I, just find a way, bro. Yeah, I suppose that's like the back say. Like I don't enjoy running. You just find a way. Yeah, but you it just, must be easy. You just gotta find a way. Bro, yeah, let's yeah, I wanted to catch up with you, you know, talk about you, talk about this career of yours and you're like a, <laughs> you're like a Cornish Fijian. Yeah. So mum was uh, born in Cornwall. Well my mum's Cornish and uh, the old man uh, came over on a Fijian tour in eighty five. Yeah. Um, in the Easter holidays, back in the day I think we used to play like four games on a weekend, so it'd be like uh, Good Friday, play on the Saturday, play Easter Sunday and then bank holiday Monday. Yeah. Um, they didn't. They didn't have a game organised. Um, they played England on the Friday, and they didn't have a game organised for a Sunday and Monday. So they someone suggested that Cornwall was a bit like Fiji. So uh, they took a trip there. down. Yeah, they took a trip down and played against the local side. And uh, pretty much after that, I think he stayed. <laughs> Did he? Did he not even go there? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think he went back, and then they offered him a mining job, tin mine. Oh, because like, oh, so rugby he, wasn't like professional, so they. They'd no, offer guys jobs he and tim- stuff. I heard about that. Yeah, so he did tin mining and then he became a police officer of transport. Yeah. What's, what do you uh, mean transport? Yeah. So you know like the tube trains? Uh, like so like making just, sure people aren't fucking around that type of shit. Yeah, he used to run after people but like, he, like me, he's a big guy so he didn't used to like running. Uh, what position did you dare play? <laughs> uh, number eight or tight head prop. What do you mean number eight or tight head prop? You can't, you can't, that's like saying... Exactly that. That sounds crazy. That's like saying, yeah, well... It's exactly what it says in the tip. I'm, he, trying, to think of, I'm trying to think of an analogy, bro. That tight head prop is a lifestyle, bro. You can't just you can't just hop in and out of it. There ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. I, I don't know how you can do that. But That's anyway, exactly. yeah, so you played number eight or tight head prop. <laughs> yeah. In his prime, what was he? If you if you had to sit him down and say, Dad, what position in rugby was, was your favourite? He, he would say number eight because I don't think he's like scrummaging. Did he just end up because t- like most people that end up playing prop, it's because they were they 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 were too fat, but they still like playing rugby, so they like just be a prop. Well, that, that's what exactly happened to that. me. They plied him with so much alcohol and pasties. I don't physically think he can move. Uh, so your parents have you and your two brothers. Yeah. How do, how does how does how does the rugby thing how does it happen in in your life? You know, like I know with me myself, I no one in my family played rugby. No one did any of this shit. So. I I just came across it at school and then then like I remember watching I remember watching like the World Cup. Um, let me just date myself. This is like '95 World Cup semi-final, like yeah. South Africa versus France. It's pissing down the rain. It's all physical. People are throwing punches and shit. Crowd is screaming. I thought to myself, "Wow, bro, this shit is awesome. This is this is what I want to do." So I like I feel like I, I had to make a choice to pursue it. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't in my family. It wasn't. Yeah. in... With you, like, did it, did it, were your parents always encouraging you to play and, and like, or was it something that just naturally yeah, so, happened? Well, my dad, my dad's been capped, so, but he played rugby since I can remember, and my mum's brothers, uh, three of them, all played rugby, so, like, it just felt, all I've ever wanted to do was play rugby. But yeah, did you, did like you, was it like, did you have like a tunnel vision thing to it? Like, did you say, I want to play rugby, I want to get paid money for it? full stop or were you just always good at it and you're just always making teams and then at some point you're just like oh well fuck it I'm, I'll just do this or was it do you understand what I'm saying or was uh, it something you yeah. were no it's something I really wanted to do yeah like at school and stuff and people say what do you want to be when you're older like I never wanted to be like a policeman or a fire, fire, fireman I always wanted to play rugby and uh, like when I was younger I never used to make the teams though so, really 
Yeah. But like how? Because I checked house, wait. Because I checked on. Uh, again, I'm doing my Googles. I'm checking. I'm like, I'm seeing yeah, you man. playing like. Do your research. Hey, <laughs> bruh. I, I mean, apart from the fact that I'm sitting in my cupboard, you know, I got a mic. I got I got my <laughs> iPad. I'm like semi pro out here. In your teens, you played like you were playing like you know with, you know, senior level rugby like when you were like 16, 17, 18 or whatever, like second yeah, division. So, yeah, I was playing Exeter just when I turned 18. Was so, that that was in the Premiership? Yeah. When did you play? When, that year. Oh yeah, they were in the Championship. So yeah, got, we got promoted that year. Did you play when they came up? Yeah, in the Premiership. Played a couple of games. Yeah, in the Prem. So then, what so, made you? Did you play England age group as well? There. Yeah, I played. I didn't get in the first few years, so like 16s and 17s, I didn't get in. So it wasn't until I was like a little bit older that I started making some of the age grade stuff. Like what under 18s, under 20s? Well, it was 20s, and then I got injured before the Six Nations, so 20s, and that's when pretty much decided that I wanted to play with Fiji then as well. Bro, talk me through that decision. Bro, how, how do you end up going Fuck, playing? Fuck how, how do you end up playing like <laughs> England? No, because yeah. it's interesting because like you, you, you're playing England under 20s and you're playing Test Rugby for Fiji. And all this happens pretty much in the same season. Yeah, I've gone the opposite correct? way to everyone else. How, how, how is that? <laughs> is, is that because uh, your dad played for Fiji or is that, do they just... Nah, was I, was that, like, uh, I was like, I wasn't getting much game time extra and then a Facebook message just came out of the blue for the November tour coming up in 2009. From who? From and, Simon? Uh, no, it was from... Uh, Moses Raluni, the scrum half, and uh, he's just like, oh, I know that you're like Fijian qualified. Do you fancy playing? I was just like, oh, let me think about it. And then I think the coach, then Mike Brewer, he was at Sale. Yeah. <laughs> Don't laugh, Sale. Sale is one of those. You came. know, it's one of those. It's like, if I'm a rapper, right? Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a rapper in my catalog of albums. Sales like my yeah. bad album. You know, like Kanye West. You know, college dropout, late registration. And then, yeah, there's then good he had ones. that other Yeezus album, and he was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" But then he came back. Yeah, you know? like, <laughs> it's like a, it's like it's like a stepping stone. Yeah, it was. Hey, three steps forward, two steps back. Three. Anyway, it's progress yeah. nonetheless. Drink Someone's to that. making gains. <laughs> you know. So anyway, so was it was it was it like yeah, uh, like one of those cases where you you offered something that's right in front of you, like you know that bird in hand or you know two birds in the air type yeah, of like, thing. It's difficult because obviously with the, like being English qualified was like a massive pull for like X to, to keep me, so that I kind of knew that I'd be like fucking up my chances there. But Bro, you could have. I think I think if you if you're getting offered Test rugby, just turned. I think I was 18 at the time. Did you not think um, that maybe if you if you stuck to it, you could have played for England? I, I don't think I like looking back. I think people put such an emphasis on playing for like England that you, you never think it's close you always think it's too far away does it does it seem so, too far away like like too much of a like, like a pipe dream type of thing yeah the goal the goal to play for England seemed like way too far for me but that growing older and like looking back maybe it probably wasn't yeah like, I, I, don't know. There, I don't know i don't regret it i mean there's but then I, there's boys he, born in zimbabwe playing for england right now there's boys born in new zealand samoa i've Phoenix. just gone the other way mate hey Bro, I think it's not about the I money. Think, I know. think that's the one, the one time you probably made a left when you should have made a right, dog. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, because honestly, I, um, for anyone that's that's actually listening to this, if if you don't believe me, go on YouTube and search for Josh's clips. And I don't think there's anyone playing centre for England that has a highlight reel that can put together a highlight <laughs> reel like like some of the shit you got on YouTube, dog. Like, 
for real like i'm being genuine like i'm not a hater i'm like you know i give respect where respect is due and i and and no disrespect to anyone playing for england at center or whatever but like let's 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 call a spade a spade here i mean honestly if if you don't believe me go on youtube type in josh and and watch some of those clips and and see like which guys even even the samoan guy even old tui langi i I mean man you and they're paying they're paying 25 grand a game bro I've I've heard I've heard horror shows about like I yeah. I, don't, I don't know what what it's like at Fiji, but I mean I've I've spoken to like a few Tongan Stop. dudes, Samoan dudes, and they're telling me they're Stop paying the for their friend. own flights <laughs> to go to training camps. Yeah, they're they're staying in hostels, oh, sleeping man. in bunk beds. England are staying in five star hotels for twenty five thousand pounds. Generally, I went to World Cup for the twenties for Fiji in Argentina. Yeah, uh, played all the tournament. I've already been capped by then, so like, I was one of the senior players. So I came back to play against Australia uh, for the first team. So my flight from Argentina to it was to Madrid it was six hours late, and I got stuck in Spain in a, in uh, in the actual airport for three days with forty seven euros to my name. And no one like <laughs> no no one there to help you nothing. No one. I had my phone was out of battery. Um, I had Facebook. Luckily, I knew a guy who was holding a beach tournament in La Manga. And the bus cost the forty two euros. Where's Lamanga? It's a guy called Danny Danny Lingari. Yeah, Lamanga's like south of Spain. Okay, so it's like cool. a six hour bus journey. Dog, I'm and, from uh, Zimbabwe. I d I don't I don't bring my atlas. <laughs> I got one right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway. So he was holding a beach tournament. Um, ended up jumping on that. I told him if I could play, could he get me back to the UK? Ended up getting back to the UK because of him really. So I would have been stuck in Madrid. And no one from Fiji came to help that's, you. Nothing. That's the that's the fucking horror show that Fiji is going through. Bruh. I mean, I, I was I was thinking of. I'm like, I'm I'm thinking I'm, because again, I'm 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 doing my googles. I'm watching this shit. I'm thinking, man, if this guy had just played, if he had just sat on the bench for England for a Six Nations, let's say you <laughs> look one year. Let's say they will, Josh will give you one year. Okay. Picture this scenario. Yeah. Okay. You make you make the England yeah. squad, the elite player squad, whatever the fuck they call it. You make that squad. And you know you're not even playing. You're on you're on the bench, but you're like because you, you know you can play ten, yeah. you can play fullback, send down. You're on the bench every test, five games. Yep. Okay, hundred twenty five grand for the Six Nations. Oh, Maybe fuck. you win the Six Nations. They give you I don't know what the bonus is. Let's just just hype. I'm guessing it's more, but let's just let's just say fifty k. Okay. Oh, but fuck, shit. let's forget about that. Let's, let's just say you played in the Six Nations, you lost every game, they paid you 125 grand, okay? Summer tours come, one game against South Africa, one game against Samoa, okay? Maybe you start against Samoa because they're like, let's let's give the, you know, let's give the brother a shot. <laughs> you know, you miss the South Africa game, you're on the bench. That's another 50 grand, okay? So now we, we, we forgot about the, the potential 50K bonus. Now we're on 175 without... No bonuses, nothing. That's just match fees. Autumn comes up, another three tests. Okay? One against the All Blacks, one against Australia, one against the Barbarians, or whatever. 75 grand. So what are you on? Like, my match might be off, but what are we on? 250. Okay? You take half of that, yeah, you give that to HMRC. They use that to put gas in the Queen's car. You know, if, you know, you got to fire up the Rolls Royce. The rest of the money, they give it to all the bums that Fuck don't want to get sucks. a job. You want to just get, you know, benefits or whatever. Now you got 125 grand. Yeah. Clean cash that's not even your contract money that's like oh, secondhand rolls royce money <laughs> that's like <laughs> that's like a that's like a 06 play 06 rolls <laughs> that's like 
That's like a brand new Range Rover money. And that's just one year where you didn't really play. You were just in the mix. You know, you were just, oh, you fucked up, bro. But you know, I was thinking, <laughs> while I was thinking about that, I was like, yeah, they give so much money to guys with like, benefits and shit. Do you know what happens in Africa yeah, if, if you don't have a job? If you don't have money to pay for food and shit? Yeah. You just starve. <laughs> they don't, they don't, they don't give you a house. They don't give That's you food. That's their welfare system. <laughs> They just life just shows you a big middle finger and tells you to fuck off. If you get sick and you go to hospital, and they say, "Hey, this is how much it costs, and you can't pay," you just die. <laughs> I think it needs to it needs to get like that around here. But anyway, so so we've missed out on potentially 125 grand after tax a year, potentially. Just one year. Just that's yeah. Maybe maybe you play five or six years. But anyway, but things turned out okay. You're doing all right. So with Fiji, I think with the with Fiji, I think if, if I played ten years, I, I wouldn't even make just about make ten grand. I think that's that's before tax. Yeah, we live and we learn, huh? Ah, fuck it. I'm just in love with the game. <laughs> but anyway, so you got you you're in Exeter. You you decide to play. Well, we got a bit sidetracked. You you're playing for Fiji. You leave Exeter and then you go. Is that when you went to Worcester, or did you? Is that when you went to France? No, Racing. Yeah, how does that happen is that another facebook message pretty much fuck that was a that was a tough ordeal bro your facebook um, is fucking on fire new, fuck man yeah so, that's when simon hit me up yeah simon raul louis uh, nah, yeah it's pretty that's a hard name to say is it raul louis yeah raul louis it is yeah yeah that, so that simon like, hits you up so, simon was was he was he still playing at racing at the time he's uh yeah simon he was like an like born like for international correct yeah yeah correct yeah uh, so he's he's playing so, at wrestling. Yeah. Did you play for Fiji with him? Nah, so he was, was he retired from Fiji by then. Oh, okay, yeah, he but he knew you from then. like around the way or whatever. Yeah, you know how you know how yeah. rugby works. Um, it's just a bit like that, really. And I was extra, wasn't playing at all. Um, I knew that I was going to get released. And Simon just out of the blue, it's like you can play ten, right? I was like, yeah, I play ten, not very well, but fuck it, I'll play. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, why Martina Nandes has done his ACL? We need a medical joker. So nice. So I can pack my bags. Well, I only have one bag. Pack the kit bag. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're still broke. <laughs> Fuck, man! I had like what two hundred quid to my name by then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I'm glad uh, it's so refreshing to like talk to another rugby player that had an extensive broke phase. Because like when I when I was in South Africa, I had I had an extensive broke. I can relate. But anyway, so you pack your bag and you you go to you go to Paris. How old are you at this point? Yeah, man, nineteen. Wow, and oh, good contract, good yeah. wages. Yeah, like ten times what I'm on. <laughs> yeah, so it's on. So you go from like oh, ten times your salary, and you're 19. You move to Paris. Who did you stay with? Yeah, free. Like, did you did I you stay prepare? With or did you like try to did you try to learn some French? Did you? Yeah, my, I learned a little bit of school, um, but I didn't really know too much. Yeah. Just hanging around with Simon, um, but. The club were pretty cool. Like they had my flat ready, keys to my car, but I couldn't drive. So I don't know if I should uh, say this, but uh, I drove uh, illegally in France for like fucking like two years. You couldn't drive as in you'd never driven before or or you just didn't have a driver's yeah. license? Didn't have a license, never driven before. Um, oh, fuck, okay, hold so on a second. So you show up like, at the fuck. club. Because I, I was I was at Rustic as yeah. well. So you show up at the club, you go upstairs. And they give you your, your 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 welcome pack or whatever, and uh, 
keys to your flat. Your, your Toyota, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, they give you they give you your brand new Toyota. What did you get? A Prius? Well, there's no Prius. What yeah. your yours is? Uh, I had the Aorus, uh, was it? Uh, the small one. Oh, yeah. Hey, yo, what what year is this? Get some context. Uh, 2010. Okay. 2011. So this is pre Prius or whatever. They give you they give you a, a new car, but you don't know how to drive. Is it a manual or automatic? Yeah. Automatic. Oh, I still lucky. can't drive manual now. I still, I got, a, I got an automatic <laughs> license. So, so you just get in the car and you and you just drive off with like confidence. Do you not? Fuck, Mooch, I swear to God, I winged it for two years how to drive. In Paris. <laughs> I, wow. I swear to God, I winged it for two years. I even drove drove from Paris to Cornwall about four times. So I, I beat the border for that <laughs> license. <laughs> Oh man! I generally beat the border. I've beat. I've beaten the Great British border without a fucking driving license. And that is that is sketchy as fuck, bro. That is that is that but, is some um, African shit. Up. If I've ever. Do you remember? Do you remember Johnny Leto who used to play at Racing? Uh, I've heard so the name, but this, I don't. I don't know him. So this this Kiwi uh, flanker, he went back to New Zealand for the month in the off season, and I didn't have a car then. Because uh, we're going to get the new ones for the new season, but I um, asked John if I could use his, and he said, "Yeah, carry on." So he had he had the uh, Prius, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I fucking crashed it. I, I scraped all the side like fully, so you could like see through the door, <laughs> like, um, and I didn't tell him. <laughs> yeah, so uh, me, I, and how did you not find out? Or how did you find out? Then? Well, I went to drop the car up to him in the morning of training and I fucking I had a moped as well so a moped bit back like fuck without him even thinking got in his car he didn't think about it got to training didn't even say a word it's when we finished training <laughs> one of the boys pointed out fucking hell I can see the inside of your car there Johnny he went fucking skits at me did you, I was like oh sorry I didn't, didn't even know Johnny sorry did you why didn't you just deny it like I I don't know bro where did you park yeah. it yeah, I, I tried to, but then I think I'm too nice. So I was like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> With no license. So you got a moped, uh, you, you're driving a car, you're borrowing cars, and you have no license. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> nice work, bro. So, uh, so was the, was yeah, the gig at Racing, was that a, was that a one-year gig? Did you have racing, to leave yeah, after one, that year? Uh, season and a half, because I did the first se- like half season when I arrived as a medical yeah. joker. And then I, I signed a two-year deal, but uh, the second year they didn't need me because I think they signed... I think it's Jamie Roberts or Big Dog. So uh, my services were required elsewhere. Ah, oh, they, they sent you for, for Dr. Jamie. I should get Dr. Jamie on there. I'm <laughs> going to ask him about that. I'm like, how do you feel, bro? You've ended people's aspirations. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so, uh, so you I'm left. Pregnant. pregnant, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Worcester. Okay. And and how was yeah, that? How, how, how did you? Shit show. Was it, it was tough, Mooch. Did you, did you get to Worcester? Tough, was at the time of like Chris Latham and Rico Gear and all those boys? Or was that, were they booked? Nah. I was, a, I was a disappointment after those guys. Well, you after us. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, because they were they were there what oh eight ish? Because that's that's around about oh yeah. seven. That's around about time yeah. I arrived. Even after, fuck, I've been there a long time. Sam Sam Tutupo yeah. left as well, so I was after Sammy, and uh, yeah, that was that was tough. Like we were struggling every game. Bro, that that guy's still playing. Side note, Sam Tutupo. Fuck. Uh, I don't know how he plays. He's one of my favorite players. I don't know how he still plays. 
Fuck me. Oh, fun, fun story about him, actually. Mooch, my first, one of my first games was against him. Yeah, did uh, he? Was he on rate? Was he, was he fucking smashing people at the time? Because I know there was oh, a time in World Rate when Sam 2 Tupa was just blowing people out of their boots. Yeah, were you, he still fucking is. To were you Mooch. one of those people? Well, yeah, I, I've always, I think he's one of my favourite players growing up. I used to wear the scrub hat with a stripe down the middle because yeah. of him. Because he used to wear one. And, uh, Played against him. Nice. And I thought, fuck it, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a shot and uh, see what see what this guy's all about. Yeah. So ball off the top, straight from nine to twelve, standard truck up, uh, dropped the shoulder, to then realise my feet were still in the air. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> he fucking cleaned me up, that... and I couldn't even breathe properly. That's... Like I had to take the head guard off the strap. Like I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Like that bad. Did he give you offers? <laughs> did he tell you? Did he give you some shit on the ground, or, or was it just one of those yeah, ones where he hits you and you walked away? I, th- I don't think he needed to give me any afters, Mooch. <laughs> he just gave me that look. He gave me that look, and I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see why did he call you pocket rocket? <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> so I did. I did run down his channel again, actually, Mooch. Funny enough. I just kept sidestepping him or passing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting that you say that. Like, um, and I, I, again, I thought it was that's what's in, like when you talk to other guys. It's uh, and and how they become whoever, whatever players they become, and who influences them. I when I was growing up, I had a big like Case Muse thing. I used to watch like his I, like I try to scrum exactly like Case Muse. Like I used to bind exactly like Case. I think I still do it right now. Like all laboured and but anyway what you're saying with the stripe and everything I, I, I can relate to that so you know you're at Worcester yeah, <laughs> back to you you're at Worcester and uh, you're struggling did uh, Worcester never got relegated did they? they didn't get did they yeah they got relegated that year were you playing that year when yeah. they yeah so the first year we just survived um, and Newcastle went down well, yeah Newcastle went down I think or maybe Welsh no London Welsh went down and um, the year after that we got relegated. Yeah, that was that was so bad. So when they went like, down, to the did point. you do the honourable thing and and put in a transfer Fucked request? Fuck! <laughs> 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 like, sorry guys, I did my best, but I can't play in the championship. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna be honest with you. Yeah, and they disrespect the championship. But I was like 23, 24. I was like, Fuck, Fuck, I've got places to go. I can't, I can't. This is backwards. I like yeah. I had goals, man. Like, I'm not being disrespectful. I'm not being. I'm not being arrogant. I'm not being. Yeah, you're, you're preaching to the choir, bro. My, my words. If any, my te- words I think if any team, team goes down, I don't think anybody wants to be there. Like, because it's toxic. Because I mean, if if the team's gone down, I yeah, think the only people that stay stand. are the people that have to stay. If we're gonna be like, yeah. if you're gonna be completely honest, because no one knows. Because what what are the odds that you're gonna come back? The team's gone down, but you as a person, it's your career. You know what I mean? And if you're thinking, "Fuck, I'm actually playing all right." But man, a lot of these guys actually they're pretty average. That season was bad, like to the point where we had like psychologists coming in, yeah, on a weekly basis. I can relate yeah, to that. that. You know, you're, you, you know, you're in a fucked up situation when you've got someone from the outside coming in. Yeah, I can relate to that. To try to get, get do you remember? Do you remember the book? Uh, have you heard of the book, The Secret? No. It's like this, like the secret to life is you fucking. If you think positive things, positive things are gonna happen. Yeah. Oh man. Anyway, yeah, there's some book called The Secret, and when I was I played for the Lions way back in the day, yeah, like, and uh, we we played our first game in Super when it, when it just became Super 14. I don't even know what it is now. I think it's just, what is it? It's just Super Rugby now. But this was when they still had members yeah. to the shit. And we we played the first game was against the Waratahs, and we beat the Waratahs. 
It was like this made like you know this little team of youngsters. And uh, the second game was against the Crusaders. We played the Crusaders in, in Earth Park, and we beat the Crusaders five three. That was a full time score. Fuck. <laughs> five three. We scored one try. Dan Carter kicked a penalty. That that was the game. Maybe it was Andrew Murtis. I don't know. This is this is way back in the day. And then after that, we lost every single game. And I don't mean like lost. Like we got fucking hammered, bro. We lost. The closest we came, in it, in it I think was was probably twenty five odd points. We were losing forty something six, fifty eight four. I don't, oh, not four. You can't get four on right think, bro. But you know, like cra- <laughs> crazy scores like that. But anyway, um, and we ended up I going to like they, they had like a, a psychologist, like a sports psychologist come in. We, they rented out a movie house and we went to watch this movie about the secret. It was just like the squad. Oh, fuck. We had days where we lost a game and trained the next morning at like six in the morning. Good times. Fuck, bitch. That's... But anyway, I. Uh, I know you covered something. But uh, like, yeah, I did the honorable thing and I said, you know what, guys, I think I think I need to I need to move on. <laughs> That's exactly how you feel it. Yeah, so. Which, but which yeah, I think is when you're young and you still want to try to do something is what you got to do, maybe. But yeah, uh, so just, you're at ex, you're at, um, you're at Worcester. Worcester go down, you leave. Yeah. Where's the next so stop the from there? Ospreys. But is yeah. that when you'd say things clicked? Yeah, I think that's that's the time that my rugby came to fruition. I think yeah, team that I would, like I played for weekly. Like I wasn't worried about getting dropped every other week because I've done something. Yeah, it's cool to play with tight, you know, the players that are there as well are cool. And but what, what changed then? I mean, because how old are you when, you when you came to to the Ospreys? Like 24, 23? 23. 23. Yeah. Did you have kids by then? Yeah, so I had a daughter when I was at Worcester. So I had a daughter at 20. Hey, you island boys, you don't waste time, huh? Yeah, so she was three. When did you have the second one? So yeah, my first year at Ospreys. Uh, She's two now. Do you think it's because you were more comfortable with family and... And 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 yeah, all that like, type of sort of. If I good at the Ospreys, like I just consistently played, which is what I needed. I think every other club I'd play like five six games, then be dropped for like three four weeks. They play five six games. Is is that was that because you'd like play well and then be shit, or was it just shit coaching? Nah, I think I was a bit of a loose cannon on the pitch. Get yellow carded, or like I just try something. Like nothing intentional. I just think sometimes I was just misunderstood. You <laughs> try, yeah, try some sunny bullshit. I just try some American shit. Like yeah, I try a lot. You know me. Like I try a lot of stuff in training. So yeah, that's really uh, you, you're you're a talented guy. Like that's another. I'm always chilling at training and and just admiring like other people's skills. Like I always think to myself, man, if I could, if I could do half the <laughs> shit that guy could do, I'd be so rich. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'd be so rich, bro. I came up, unfortunately, or luckily, actually, in a time when you didn't really need a lot of skills. If you could just get the right hand up, you know, the check was in the mail. <laughs> if it works, it works, mate. <laughs> now you got all. Now you got all these young cats. Like, uh, what's that? What's that British line, brother? Uh, what's his name? Which one? Um, Which one? Fuck, I forget his name. And the the black guy who played for the Lions. Oh, um, the prop, the Harlequins boy. Oh, I can't believe I'm blanking. Sinclair. Sinclair. Yeah, Carl Sinclair. Yeah. Nowadays, a lot of props like Carl Sinclair, you know, guys like Beast, who grew up playing like number eight and they grew up playing center and all that type of shit, you know what I mean? So they're carrying those skills into the fat boy game, making the, you know, the legit fat guys like me look average. 
<laughs> the new kids coming. The new kids coming through at the minute. Just yeah, I think things, things change. Things yeah, change. Man, but how, how are you finding it I now? Think, like now that you're in the Premiership, mate, it's changed, Mooch. Like there's no easy, there's no easy games, is there? Well, yeah, when you're playing for Newcastle. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's no easy games. Like you can't, you can't like you can't like you can't relax on the weekend. You got you got to be at your best. I think every weekend with this league, like, it's quick. You guys, you guys sign a lot of mate, guys though. Yeah, got a, got a lot of players at the minute. How's it looking? You got uh, all the memoirs. Is that how you say it? Yeah. No, nah, mate, he's a good, good guy. Does he speak mate, English? He's, uh, no, nah, he speaks good English, actually. I'm speaking a bit of French to him as well, you know, keeping up, keeping in touch. Well, how's, French, you, how's your French? Je suis sweet. Manger. Uh, come see, come see. Allez, <laughs> come see, come see. <laughs> nah, fuck, man. It's, it's a cool place to be in Newcastle. It's cool, like, city. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. I, yeah, I mean, I think you've got a good coach, good squad. I think you're gonna do well if you yeah, if you man, play if you play half as well as you did last season. I think you're gonna walk it, right? I think yeah. you're gonna lost a bit of weight as well. Which I was playing on the week. Gets Worcester seriously. There's like nine minutes on the clock, yeah. and I was seriously contemplating what the fuck I'm doing on the pitch. I was like looking over at the subs bench, seeing if the guy was warming up for me because I was gone. I mean, that's like, that's like every catch. game for me. That's like every game for me for the past 15 years, dog. (laughs) 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 You know when the clock goes 48 minutes? That's when I'm thinking, okay, okay, it's almost time. That's that's what I loved about France. It was like clockwork in France. France, 50 minutes on the clock. You look at the bench. The other guys are waiting. It's time to go. It's time to to swap it around. That that was a good thing about Racing. Because I was obviously, they want me to be big. So I was like 119, 118 kilos. And I used to come off with the front row. So me, Julian, Bruno. Yeah. Like it used to be one, two, and three, and then twelve. <laughs> okay, that's another interesting guy I should call up. I wonder where he is. I, I watched. I watched a bit of Racing's games. I'm not seeing him playing. I wonder if he's still at the club. How old is Julian now? Uh, do you reckon? I seen Francois van der Meers at Lyon. Yeah, Francois at Lyon. That's the thing. At, 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 I was watching Racing, and I noticed that when I was there, the guys that are still there playing. From I saw it was it was Eddie Benarus, Dimitri. Yeah. Henri. Henri and uh who else is there? One. One him off. One What's that? Four? And and, and and that's it. And that's including yeah, the bench, like times. just guys <laughs> that, I was that was like three years ago. Four guys yeah, left after three fun. years. It's crazy, like the turnover of, of just players are That's yeah. not sustainable though, is it? Fucking hell. I think Take it, it oh, I think it is because Obviously, the, the owner can afford he's, it. What do you mean? He's got fucking money too, eh? Yeah. Good times in Paris, yeah. but sometimes I just chill like me and Dan Lydiard and we just we just reflect on the... <laughs> on the good times in Paris. Like, what, what a kid Lids is. I can love that boy. Yeah, he's a good boy. He's the weirdest um, guy. He's one of the most weirdest people that shouldn't be weird. What do you mean? If you know what I mean. Because you know that obviously he's got like Lions caps, Wales test caps. Yeah. Should, you know, like... Just because like people don't see the way that he behaves off the pitch. He's. I think he's just. uh, I think he's like textbook what I'd imagine a country Welsh boy is like. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like uh, not weird, but just I don't know. Bradley Davis is weird. You know, that's like my. That's like my. Ever since you left, (laughs) like Bradley Davis and Dan Idiot, maybe maybe Alan Wynn. Those are like the only like people I can chill with now. It's like. Because when I, I got to the club, you know, towards the end of the season last year, because of my oh, agent, Josh. Did, Shout out to my agent, did you, Josh. Did you tell the story of how you got there? Did you tell the story? 
Oh, this this story is my boy Josh was like, yo, I'm watching the life of Brian. I seen you, you taking a big L at sale, but you're not playing. You just. <laughs> we need a prop here at the Ospreys. Let me press a few buttons. Next thing I know, I'm living in the south of Wales. But anyway, that's how I ended up at, at the Ospreys. So shout out to my man, Josh. Thank you very much. I'll drink to that. Cheers to you, brother. Cheers, mate. I still haven't got my 10% yet, but there we go. <sighs> Checks in the mail, man. I just, I just sent you some beers, bro. Relax. Did I, did I send you one of my, my Chinese bottle openers? Did I send you one of these? No, you didn't send me one. Uh, I think you were out, out of order then. You sent yeah. me a T-shirt, which I've been wearing. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll send you... Thanks, bud. I'll, 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 send you, I'll send you a couple... I'll send you another thing, because I was thinking what this whole thing is, is, you know, just get together with some players, talk a bit of shit, find out how... They're finding life, whatever. But before that, I'd, I'd send them a few beers, and and um, yeah. we could sort of drink the same beers and stuff. But uh, I'll send, I'll send. I haven't actually technically sent you beers because I sent you beers like two weeks ago. But I'll next time we yeah. chat, I'll send you some more. And I'll, I'll be sure to send you one of these bottle openers. A lot, a lot of them, a lot of them are gone now, Mooch. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I hear you I don't know if people know this, but me, me and Mooch love just to have a drink. But we like our beers, don't we, Mooch? Always, but always. But yeah, I don't want to keep you too long. Um, it's been fun chatting with mm-hmm. you, bro. Is there anything else that you want to go through? No, it's good to talk to you. It's been a while. Like, you know, oh yeah, I was, I was just saying before we go, I was just saying how weird it is at the Ospreys now because I, I got there like towards the end of the season. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, it's like when you you arrive, like you're at the, you're like the new kid in school. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll chill with. Okay, Josh got me here, so I gotta, I gotta be friends with Josh. So who else? Do you I? gotta be friends with me? Well, you know what I mean. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I got Josh. So I'm gonna chill with Josh, and then uh, Joe Joe Beardman. He, he sounds he sounds alright. <laughs> Tyler Ardren, alright. You know who else? Who else? Who else? Oh, Jonathan Spratt. He's alright. So I'm like, I got Spratt, my guys, my yeah. four or five guys. We're chilling together. You know, chopping it up every day. Yeah. You know, these are the people I talk to <laughs> every day. Josh is playing the old okay. cheesy '90s boy band songs and the. On the, on the little sound system every day. Everyone pretending like they don't enjoy the shit, but they're all singing along to Britney. We're hitting up Smokehouse. We're hitting up uh, some just, beer shops. It's, it's just good times. Okay. And then every single person I, I become friends with leaves at the end of the season. Like everyone. <laughs> I now remember it's, you now saying this to me. I now, remember you saying this to me once. Now, now <laughs> don't it's, hang around with me too much because I fuck people up. <laughs> I must have had a few beers when I said that, but uh, like yeah, now now everyone is gone, so it's 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 like me and Bradley again. Davis. And I don't know if you want to be hanging around with him too much. We t- we talk a lot about being gay and what being gay is like and shit, which is which is yeah, a weird thing. Know, how would you know what? Yeah, but how would you know what gay, being gay is like? Because you're not fucking. I think gay. me and him are, are, are quite curious about gay people, just like how they they're doing the whole life thing. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> weird. I, I'm not explaining it properly, Fuck. but we just. We just talk about hypothetical gay situations a lot. Yeah, but like, how would you know what it feels like? I don't understand how you're going to feel like you're gay if you're not gay. No, not fe- not necessarily feeling like you're gay, but just how awkward it is just being gay. You know, just the gay shit. But yeah, let's not digress okay. into all that, bro. You're a man with kids. You've got training to get to. Yeah, but, nah, but I don't know if being gay is a problem. <laughs> Like, is it really that bad? Like, can it really, life be really bad if you're gay? I don't, I don't think so. It, I think you're it's gonna be it's right. not bad. But the thing is... Yeah, but the thing is, in arguments, you're, just, you're gonna get called gay. That's your shit thing. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know if people say... It's not the 90s anymore. I don't think people... people. I think people are more... 
they're more evolved. They don't. I don't think people are like aggressive towards gay people anymore. If yeah. if you know what no, I mean. Right. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. I think it's just it's so, it's more just a weird. Like I'd I'd love to have a gay put like a gay teammate, just so I could be <laughs> like, yo, bro. Like in the showers, I'd be like, bro, is this, is this, is this, how is this for you? Like on a one to 10 sort of, is this, are you, are you, t- are you tingling? Are you... Like if you're like I'm a gay too... second row, you're just like putting your hand there. If you're, what about if you're the gay hook? Are you the gay prop though? So the, hook, I think the second row is touching any you. gay forward is, is, is would just be awesome because you got to imagine like you and like seven other girls and you're like pressing your cheek against their fucking bums and you know binding up to their hips and shit like that. Wait, That'd be awesome. Like, so I mean, it must rugby must be like the best sport they, if you're a gay guy. Are they are they stereotypical rugby girls that you'd be pressing these cheeks up against, or are they like? See, that's the I'm thing. That's that's where we don't know. Like maybe they don't find rugby guys like a gay guy doesn't find every guy. You know, attract. attract cause, I mean, you don't find every girl attractive, yeah. Well, <laughs> you don't find every girl attractive. Do Not every girl, but you know, hey, if no one is going to find out, who knows? I suppose that's what being a prop's like, isn't it? Hey, that's that's the life. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> George, I'm bro, sick, I'm not a prop. I got to sign off, otherwise this is going to be too long. Take no care worries, of yourself, bro. buddy. Hey, catch up soon. Yeah, always. Cheers, Mooch. Thanks Cheers for this, bud. Keep in touch, Pre- right? Appreciate it. Cheers, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, that got a bit weird in the end, but it was good catching up with Josh. I've got a few more chats lined up, some crazy accents coming up, so watch this space, man. Stay tuned. Thank you very much for listening. Please be sure to follow Josh on Twitter. His handle is the Flying Fijian. although I'm not actually sure Josh has actually been to Fiji. I think he's been, like, once on holiday. I forgot to give him shit about that. But anyway, do the right thing. Please treat yourself to a good beer, aletavern.com. And please follow me on the gram, at aletavern. And of course, if you enjoyed the show, please do me a solid and give it a rating on iTunes and SoundCloud. It really makes a difference in getting the word out there, getting a few more people to listen to it. Thanks very much. I'll catch you guys next time. I'm out. Peace. Friday night, I'm going nowhere. All the lights are changing. Green to red. Turning over TV stations, situations running through my head. Looking back through time, you know it's clear that I've been blind, I've been a f-